I think we should do a synchronized breath together to get on cue. I don't take breaths anymore. One take, one marker. Are you what? I don't take breaths. I'm not welcoming in euphoria. I'm taking a deep breath because we both need it. <sighs> Honestly, that hurt my stomach. Yeah, you've been hurting my ears for minutes. Oh. <laughs> the I'm loudest fucking I'm two minutes so... of my life. I'm so sorry. While Chris is preparing the camera, she's clearing her throat. She couldn't have been doing this more. I'm sorry. Now I'm torturing all you. She's like... That's what I heard for three. Is off air not the appropriate time to be doing that? Is what? Off air not the appropriate time to be doing that? It is, but I think you could just give me some warning or do that before. When I Mm. burp, you act like it's the end of the world. It's just... Well, that's because those are like major events. (laughs) I think we need to cut the um, tension and just be together Is as a team. Is this how you do it? By grabbing me <laughs> by the wrist? <laughs> He's got a knife to my spleen right now. He's like, I think we need to cut the tension. All right, you guys. Welcome back to the show. <laughs> I'm Ryan Adams, of course, joined by... Elizabeth Home, okay? Hello, everybody, and welcome back. It is a gloomy day, which puts It's us, so gloomy. It's like... Uh, it's like, why are we even... Why are we doing this? You know, and this is why I... This is why my beef with Colorado during the winter was I was less productive because when it's like this outside, nothing should be accomplished. No, this is like... I'm, I might go home and binge watch Stranger Things. I thought that had ended. No, there's a new season coming out. It's like on the horizon. But I started Stranger Things from episode one like two days ago and I can't stop. Oh, you're going all the way back. I am going all the way back. I hate to say that I don't even think I finished the first season. I hadn't either. I don't. I never finished a season, full disclosure. (laughs) And quite frankly, I put it on yesterday and fell asleep and woke up at 5 p.m. and was like, (gasps) where am I? Is this the upside down or have I been napping too hard? I was in one of those like fucked up nap zones yesterday where it's like I couldn't tell if I was like dreaming or if it was reality and like my incessant dream was just like a weird masturbatory fantasy. But like the fantasy was that I was just never in an appropriate place to masturbate. <laughs> like in my own nightmares, I'm edging. Like, what is that? Are you I- having enough sex? <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. If that's what my dreams are edging in inappropriate places. What the fuck? I don't know. Sometimes when I'm like sexually fulfilled, I'll still. Well, this is like going really all the way there. <laughs> do girls. Well, I don't know girls anatomy. Like, do girls have wet dreams? Yes. But oh. I don't think we get wet. All I, can, all I can think of right now is like all my parents' friends listening to this podcast. Nothing pisses. Hey, Sean. Hey, <laughs> do girls get wet in their dreams? Nothing pisses me off more honestly than a wet dream because then you wake up and it's like, oh fuck, there's such a mess that I have to clean, and I do not like, like I all I want to be doing is sleeping right now, yeah. and I have to attend to this mess that is now before me, and I can't just fall asleep on top of the mess. Yeah, that's never been a problem for women, I don't think. Well. There's one thing you guys have. That is one thing we do have. (laughs) We may not have a whole dollar per hour on the men, but we do not have to clean up. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I wasn't taking it that deep. I was saying, like, you deal with period. I mean, there is pay disparity, but you're right. You're you're paid well on this show. It's true. It's true. (laughs) For all of those asking how Lizzie has money, what her work is, it's this and educational videos or water girling. Wow, we went all the way there. We did. Good morning. Good morning. And um, you haven't had a great morning, apparently. No, man. Like I'm like sweating with like rage already. It's like why, why, why? 
Um, I woke. It's just it, like, honestly, it feels a little bit like Joe instigates a lot of fights mm. and I just don't care to participate in them. So then I just have to sit silently and endure it. And I'm just like, what are we doing? <laughs> like this morning, I set the, the kettle on to boil water. Right. And he goes, why would you do that? Well, I, to make the fucking tea I make every morning to make the tea that I've had every morning for the past 10 fucking years that you've known me but it's like he's he's I know he has a point behind it and I don't know what the fuck it is and I just like I did I no longer it's answer like, maybe hold off until I have my tea so that I can yeah. deal with this bullshit yeah it was odd and you drove him to work and I drive him to work which is an hour wait, for me. Wait, wait, wait every day or just today basically every day See, and this is why I said I'm leaving LA. Yeah. Because it's a I like I when I'm in my little bubble, it's nice. When I'm in my five mile radius where I have everything you need, when you're situated, it's fine. But like I went to pick up my mom and grandma from the airport three hours round trip yeah, to go to insane. Burbank Airport, yeah, which insane. is the close one on a Saturday. It's like, what are all these people doing in a five lane freeway on a Saturday? I went to hike Fryman Canyon yesterday at five PM traffic on a Sunday five blocks <laughs> like what <laughs> what is things okay chris okay well the camera cut but the first take and then you're touching the camera so i got scared we got a check we should got we, a check should we get an update on chris oh yeah what's going on chris chris put that headset on put that headset on Let's... We'll, we'll address you once it's there oh, okay. <laughs> um okay here he is everyone Hi, Christopher. Hi, Christopher. Hello. Have you been taking better care of yourself this week? Oh, I'm trying. My allergies are going insane. Did you take some Benadryl? <sighs> no. I mean, maybe he shouldn't take Benadryl if he's, like, passing out. <laughs> <laughs> As we're laughing. No, but are you sleeping? Are you eating? Are you not only consuming crumble cookies, which are right before us? <laughs> yeah. Um, no, crumble cookies is the only thing keeping me going, for sure. Well, no, but so. I think that's... That's uh, the problem. That's, yeah, that's the problem. Oh, yeah. That's what's not keeping you going. I don't understand. What's the problem? <laughs> Put him back on mute. This boy's hopeless. <laughs> <laughs> but normally you are I know, last week he I was, was breathing and you were like i can't take that breathing no the breathing's his. a lot though yeah like to be fair yes. like a, a phantom breath is a lot yeah through it through a whole thing you know what i mean mute me all the time please <laughs> he did bring us crumbles again chris do you want us to be fat <laughs> let me see What's going on? I know that I don't think they really like when we Is eat Is it the on Valentine's camera. Day crumbles? No, it's new. <laughs> what oh, the sorry. fuck? There, there's a cornbread in there. Whoa. Damn. Okay, so that must be cornbread. This must be German chocolate. Is this a mint cookie? I don't mm. know. There's one that's uh, you got to pull it up. There's I don't And remember. there's a uh it looks like a Reese's Pieces. Yeah. This looks like maybe butter on I just a cornbread. love cornbread everything, so mm. I I'm very excited for that one. Okay, we'll insert a photo into the podcast video version. I have a really positive update. What? It looks like I'm moving back into my apartment on the first. Woo! <laughs> oh. <laughs> The podcast board really wasn't feeling you. No, the podcast board was confused too. And like, nobody knows, like, are we? <laughs> you should have done that. Well, it's always a guessing game because we don't, it doesn't say which one's which. Honestly, to be fair, it's not usually a guessing game. <laughs> Lizzie can always get it on the first time, but when Chris has good news. <laughs> Chris, what are your plans for Valentine's Day? 
Oh, oh my no. gosh. No, you're going to pull it back to me being mean. <clears throat> Where do we want to start? I want to start with, okay, so every morning, every Monday morning, before we come out to the podcast shed and greet Christopher for a beautiful Monday and a nice time recording as friends do, we go over the docket of what we're going to discuss. Uh-huh. And this morning I was like barely perusing it. And then Ryland points at the first thing on the list. He's like, uh, Leslie Liz had a bad morning. And then the second part of it is he's not staying in L.A. anymore. I already addressed so this. this. You missed it. It went over. Oh, you just I'm leaving L.A. because of the traffic. Oh, no, you didn't finish that. You just went straight into what's going on with Mouth Breather Chris. Okay, so it's not as dramatic as you had thought. <sighs> but I am not leaving this house anymore until I go back to Colorado. Like, Fryman Canyon, canceled. Really? It's, like, impossible to get anywhere. How long does it take you to get to my house? Like, 40 minutes. <sighs> That's obnoxious. It's not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, picking up, I'm picking up Jilly's cancer meds on the way home. Like it's, you know, it's a, it's a busy trip for me. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, phew. Okay. That makes me feel better. <laughs> I was so stressed out. I was like, where the fuck are you we going? We just got a you new couch. We can't here. leave. <laughs> Walked That's by me piece. digging. That's me Walked digging. Walked past the pieces of the other couch just in trash piles all over the fucking house. <laughs> but I'm not going to mooch this week. Well, I'm going to let it go. And I saw some people being like, why couldn't you just give Lizzie the couch? I was like, it's well, too late now, guys. I already bought a fucking couch. But it couch. doesn't matter because at the time that she wanted the couch, it was still being utilized in our house. By the and ghosts? We- <laughs> We hadn't decided what we were doing with this house. It wasn't that I was being stingy with furniture. Everything that we weren't utilizing, I had offered to you. True. And I have taken so much. If you walk into my house, you'll be like, wait, all of this is mine. (laughs) Like you take a step and you're like, wait, that's mine. Oh, that's mine. That's mine. That's mine. So most of my shit is his. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He's been very generous. So I had a very bad week. Like very bad. Would you call it really bad? Because I feel like what you're saying leads into you texting me a weird flex. We Oh, well, I mean, that doesn't make it not awful for me. Right. Let's talk about it okay, in great so detail. I'm just living my life as I always do. And last week, so I said I wasn't like promoting hemorrhoids or I didn't want to be the poster child he's of not a trying, hemorrhoid yeah, boy. He, he's not the hemorrhoid because boy. He is a hemorrhoid boy, but not the hemorrhoid well, boy. Well, I had a hemorrhoid a month ago. Mm-hmm. That has gone and passed. And then all of a sudden, after this podcast last week, I had this burning sensation in my ass. And I thought, oh God, okay, I have another hemorrhoid and it's just not like maybe it's external this time. And it's just like very burny and itchy. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, I'll just put some preparation H and we'll we'll pound through this. I don't know if pound through this <laughs> is the preferred way to like talk about it. But like continue pounding through it. <laughs> so I'm editing my vlog. I'm like, we can get through this work week. But for three days, I could not sleep. It hurt so bad. And Shane goes, Shane has had a fissure before. Yeah, and I that's have one a, of those. A, a tear or a rip or a cut in your behind. In the wall, it's in your butthole. Yes, in your rectum. Yeah. And so he was like, it's not normal for a hemorrhoid to be this painful where you can't even exist on planet Earth. And so he was like, you have, you have a fissure. And I was like, oh, I don't know. And I'm like trying to look. <laughs> trying to find what's going on and finally i was i like i'm i'm laughing about it now because i'm feeling a little bit better but it was so bad like could not sleep could not function could not go anywhere couldn't do anything and so shane was like you need to go to a butt doctor mm-hmm. so i 
and my parents were coming or my grandma and my mom were coming and I thought okay I need to figure this out before they come or they I'm also be watch able- the podcast hey Vicky I'm not going to be able to do anything <laughs> while they're here if my butt is in this current state and so I wake up and I call every butt doctor in 40 mile radius mm-hmm. and none of them are available their closest appointments are two weeks out and I'm begging I'm like you don't understand it hurts so bad and one's finally <laughs> like okay I'm trying to pound through this butt stuff but I just can't right now like could you please come Come and help. And so one finally is like, okay, at 2 p.m. today, you can come. And I was like, oh my God, I love you so much. I'll bring you a crumble cookie. This is also like such a weird thing to say to a guy about pounding through your butt stuff. <laughs> I love you so much. And right when I get to the butt doctor, Lizzie sends me a text message of a clip of her short film where the character is talking about eating ass. And I said, how ironic. I'm at the butt doctor. Wow. Look at you just spoiling plots left and right again. Oh, well, how are you going to go there? Tom Holland. Oh my God. What did I tell you, Chris? This motherfucker cannot be trusted with a single secret. Wait, do you want me to blur the plot line of your movie? Would you please beep that out? Write that down on your little paper. Wait, really? Yeah. Is that like, that spoils your short? That's all my short's about. (laughs) Well, then the tie-in is not fun anymore. No, that is the tie-in. Well, to, <laughs> yeah, but our tie-in together, you texting me while I'm no, at the butt doctor. No, the tie-in was that you texted me to tell me that your butthole is too clean. <laughs> he texts me from the butt doctor. He's like, well, my butthole's too clean, so <laughs> that's why it's been burning. <laughs> that was the weird flex that I was talking about. Well, I haven't gotten there yet. Oh, there, I was saying there. it's ironic. <laughs> sure, sure. Everyone's yes, regretting this the... story now because we're all over. We're in, we're destroying each other's punchlines of the entire That's what segment. That's happens when the sun's not out. God damn this gloom. <laughs> Should we cancel? Should we end the podcast here? I Do you want to hear something so crazy? What? I had a nightmare the other day that we did do that. We started going and I just went, stop, stop and restart it. <laughs> It's bad. The vibes are off. Stop it and restart it. And then we did. And then we lost everything. Oh. Like, this was the nightmare I had. No, continue. Continue. Anyways, I'm at the butt doctor. And of course, (laughs) the nurse is taking my vitals. I'm starting to get my weird, nervous uh, boner. Boner. (laughs) (laughs) Because she's taking my. And I'm like a a pretty fit person. I work out very often. My heart rate's great. But as soon as they pull out that heart rate monitor, I'm like. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm so sorry, my heart rate just goes crazy even so looking sorry. at one you of those things. You might have noticed that my penis is getting very hard. Um, <laughs> it's not about you. In fact, I am very gay. And, and so she takes my my vitals, and then she sits me in the room, and she's like, "Okay, uh, declothe from the waist down and get in this uh, <laughs> butt open robe." And I'm like, "Oh God, oh God." Oh God. So I'm getting naked in the doctor. And it's the anticipation yeah. from the time you're sitting in there to the time the doctor arrives. Just enough time to get hard as fuck. <laughs> Just enough what time to think yourself into a spiral boner. <laughs> Just when I, I will honestly, really quickly, sound off in the comments below. Does this happen to you? Continue. I think so. We'll find out soon enough. I don't know what percentage of our audience is men. But maybe your boyfriend gets this, or maybe you're a doctor or a nurse yeah. and you get poked in the face. Ladies, ask every man you know. <laughs> and so thank God for Wordle, because it took my mind right away from the boner and right onto the fact that I fucking hate Wordle, but I can't stop playing. I'm... Interesting. So you and started playing. They're also I started playing, I'm addicted, and now I guess that it's gone the New York Times has acquired it. Yeah. The words are not words. It drives me bonkers because are you you're sure they're not words they're or are they words. not words you use no i mean they're technically words 
but they're not <laughs> words that anyone knows. Like it's so stupid and maddening. I get so angry that Shane like leaves the room when I'm playing Wordle because he goes, "This is something you're supposed to do for enjoyment." And I said, "But it doesn't call. It doesn't inflict enjoyment. Whatever. You know what I'm saying? It causes me so much rage I'm so sorry. that I I can't be in the same room as anybody else." I get and he's that. like, "Then stop playing." And I said, "Well, I'm addicted." You're I can't like, "Well, stop leave playing. the room then." Yeah. The last two words were ta- T A C I T. Tell me what the fuck that means. T-A-C-I-T. Like Uh you're supposed to guess that word. And then it was also swill. Swill's a word. But why am I going to guess that? What what is T? S-W-I-L-L. Yeah, look those words up for us, Chris. And don't be wrong. I feel like you looked something up the other day and you were wrong. (laughs) What? Yeah, this is some beef I have with you. We were talking about Julia Fox. And you said she hasn't, she she posted something and said she hadn't cried since 1996. That's not what she said. That's, I, I read what she said on her Instagram. That's not what she said on her Instagram. So you read it wrong. Well, oh. I, <laughs> I read it word for word. You didn't. Because <laughs> I then read it later. And those oh. were not the words. Tack it. Understood or implied without being stated. Yeah, but nobody's ever heard of that word is before. That, is that even how you pronounce it? I mean, on this set, I don't think we should make statements like that. Because neither of us really no. speaks this language. It's the genuine, uh, it's the general consensus. It's the mindfuckery of it all. That they're fucking with us and they're words that people, they're like, they're not word words. I saw a really interesting thing on social media about Wordle, which is that should you guys be taking all these words and writing them down and see if there's a warning in it? Like, are you, is there a message being sent out? And this that... is you watching too much TikTok. Might be right. I don't know. Back to the butt doctor. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. So he walks in and he's opening up. I didn't know you, like, fetal position is the best way to peer inside to a butthole. Mm-hmm. So you're on your side? I'm on my side, have my knees up to my chest. <laughs> what a nightmare. <laughs> and he's looking in there and he, he's, you know, doing his thing. And then he goes, okay, this is going to be really cold and it's going to go up your butt. And have you guys ever been to a butt doctor? Not like that, no. And I guess it's like a, a microscope or a telescope that they can check for fissures. A like telescope? A, a camera. Or, okay, a camera. yeah, n- not a telescope. It's foggy outside. <laughs> and he's like, it's going to be ice cold. And I've never felt something like, so Could freezing you blow on go it? up my ass. Anyways, all this to say, he goes, oh, you don't have hemorrhoids. You don't have a fissure. You have... <clears throat> Too clean to buttamotomous. Anal itching. <laughs> <laughs> and it's called... Puritius ani. Does this actually just mean that you're like a massive wimp? <laughs> that you just had like an itchy butthole, like everybody has an itchy butthole every day, and you were like, I can't fuck no, shit with it. It's like a 24-7 non-stop burning, itching sensation that you can't quench, quench. And if you touch it, it feels uh bigger than an orgasm. I'm not kidding. Like it's so satisfying because I think it hurts so bad that when you touch it, it's just like overtakes your body but Mm -hmm. it makes it worse because i guess the cause of it is that sensitive skin being irritated he said maybe by using a soap you're not supposed to use any sort of soap or shampoo or anything Mm -hmm. on your butthole Mm -hmm. and so he was saying you've been rubbing some saline you've either been he said a lot of people that are like too cleanly or wash their butt too much uh get this frequently (laughs) and and not to brag but (laughs) so lizzie's like what's wrong with your butt and i was like he just said i'm too clean (laughs) 
<laughs> and I did say, I was like, well, I'm gay. And he goes, well, that's very unlikely that that's what caused it. <laughs> I mean, not the act of being gay, but what you do when you were gay. Right. Um, and he was like, that's unlikely, but possibly. Uh, my theory is that I had, I went in the hot tub right after the pool man was here and said he like double dosed the chlorine because we hadn't been swimming in the pool mm -hmm. for a while. And I sat in the hot tub for hours at a time. Right. And maybe it just was a little sensitive. Interesting. So if you have a burning, itching asshole, he said Preparation H was making the situation worse. Mm -hmm. And actually, for what I had, making it more sensitive, causing more pain, prolonging the damaging effects. So he gave me some type of butt cream that's like has this cooling sensation and I guess is like Neosporin for the asshole. So you're, you're good now. <laughs> I'm still on the cream. Yeah. But I'm doing better. Awesome. 95% better. Like, yeah. I could not have been here sitting on this couch with you comfortably right. speaking about things that don't matter. Right. Had my butt still been on fire. Right. So I'm thankful that all of you went on my I'm butt glad, journey. Yeah, I'm glad we got to the bottom of that. Having had ruined each other's punchlines. <laughs> Is that a 45-minute story? Yeah. <laughs> We needed something to talk about. Um, yeah. We do you did. want to talk about your crazy antics? Um, yeah, I do. Which element of it? Because there's a few layers to this story. I don't know how many we should reveal. You're, no, you're mistaken about that. There is but one layer to this. So we both listen to the morning toast. Yes. Which we love. Mm -hmm. They're on maternity leave. They're on maternity leave. Jackie had a son named Harrison. Mm -hmm. Congratulations to you, Jackie. Yes. One redhead to another. Stunning baby. Are you guys both natural redheads? Yeah. Wow. Uh, she has a book called a book club called the Redheads too. Yeah. Anyways, while she's on maternity leave, the other one, Claudia, has said that she needs co-hosts. And just like that, Lizzie leaves me. <laughs> no. High and dry. No, literally. No, they. Just, she just has. She's gonna have like a guest, and I was like, I'm gonna well they were asking it was, they're taking a month off and then when they come back they're gonna have rotating guests and I'm, I'm thinking if one hits they'll stay but Lizzie's like I but DM'd Jackie, her I DM'd her well and Jackie's I, for sure coming back well yeah of course yeah. yeah she's not leaving the show yeah but anyways I slid into Claudia's DMs but I'm not verified and so that's just a fart in the wind <laughs> Anyways, if anybody wants to get in touch with Claudia about me, like, potentially, like, being a guest host, like, I would fucking love that, Claudia. And like, I go, oh, well, I should DM Claudia. And she goes, no, don't take this away from me. I was like, I'm not trying to go be her co-host. I was going to ask her if she wanted to come here on her tour stop in L.A. Oh, come here, Claudia. Yeah. And come then, to us. Then you could guest appear on their show or leave me. Watch, Whatever. Watch. She's actually seen the DM and she's like, not that one. Well, that yeah. one won't shut the we fuck had a, up. We had a different spiral. <laughs> I don't think we should talk about that. I don't think we should talk about that. We're not going no. to. That, We're okay, not okay, going okay. to. Absolutely not. <laughs> That's something that if we ever get the morning toast on the show, we'll spiral about it. I don't know person. that we should. Oh, I'm going there. Why would you go there? Because. We've gone too far already. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. Everyone can see us right now. <laughs> Anyways, my beef with Marry Me. Lizzie told me it was a fantastic, well-acted, stunning movie. No, I told you it was fucking weird. <laughs> I told you the tone of it was weird. Like it's supposed to be like rom-com light vibes, but it's like this is super heavy, like almost uncontrollable vibes. Um, and Shane did watch it with me. Well, we attempted to watch it on Valentine's and then we stopped because it was... Because your butthole was too itchy. My butthole was itchy. It was hard for me to get through for some reason. I've tried going back three times and haven't yet finished <laughs> it. I was expecting more of... I guess I knew that it was um, a little bit... 
of a cheesy romantic comedy. Yeah. But I still was hoping that it would have more of like a made in Manhattan or like an overarching sense of like realness where I think it was acted well, but the script for me was a little too way too stupid. cheesy. Yeah. Like JLo did a fin- I think all the actor, all the actors in the movie are good. It's like I when JLo's like, no, I'm seeing this marriage through. Everyone's like, I don't know, dude. Yeah, like I was finding <laughs> like, lots of plot holes wild. along the way, which is fine. Like, there's no problem with a movie like yeah. that. Like, those are the movies I want to star in, 100. So, right. like, I'm not being like, oh, bad movie. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, I I wanted it, another Made in Manhattan from JLo, which she'll probably you. give us again. And I'll go back and finish Marry Me. But my real problem is the depiction of yoga in movies. Mm. Justice for yoga in movies everywhere. Mm -hmm. Because if I was going to do a fight in a scene in a movie, I'd have to train to be a fighter. There would be a professional fighter on set and they would be like, oh, you're not fighting right. What this is your beef? Shitty. There's 45 seconds. Not J even, there's like two seconds of JLo doing I don't downward There's dog. a scene of her while she's dealing with the chaos while doing yoga and all of her poses are not in correct form. And it just, like, if you don't do yoga, it's fine. You don't need to do yoga. But like, have somebody on set that's like, hey, your like form isn't right because she's like casually doing yoga, but her yoga formations are wrong yeah for the audio only listeners i'm gonna go ahead and let you know that i'm scowling and uh i yeah i don't know i just feel like maybe do something different mm -hmm. i really do like it really bothers me I, every, if you yeah. were doing something if you were directing a movie why would you have somebody do something that isn't in its correct form i if, it bothers me. In regards me. to all of the insanity that is Marry Me, that is definitely an element that I could give a flying fuck about. Well, I guess because to somebody that doesn't frequent yoga, they wouldn't even know that the yoga poses are not I don't know that I've ever hitting. seen you this upset about anything. And it really, because this isn't the only movie it's done in. Every movie, every romantic comedy that the woman is doing yoga or she's at a yoga class, her form is horrible. And I'm like, skip the yoga class. Go to a biking class where we don't care what your form is. Watch on the cyclists right now bike. rolling over in the grave like, no, you can tell when a bitch actually cycles or not whatever that's my beef with marry me well i'm glad you got that off your chest because that seemed like too much to live with on your own it was really <laughs> something i needed to get off my chest do you want to talk about what the audience knows best oh yeah i'm down so last week we started this new segment called audience knows best <laughs> and by we she means her Anyways, first of all, we learned about uh, Scott Free, and then I posed a new question last week, which is: If the sun is so bright, why is the and is the center of the universe? Why is space so dark? And uh, quite frankly, my little pea brain cannot comprehend the answers in the comment section. But all I've walked away with is knowing that the sun is not the center of the universe. Mm. That's literally all. You have something there. I can't see that far. <laughs> Are you fucking you kidding me? literally wrote something down. You said last week's answer, space is a vacuum. Yeah, honestly, but that, there's a question mark there. Space is a vacuum. Honestly, I don't comprehend at all. But I did learn that the sun is not the center of the universe. Just this galaxy. And there are many galaxies in this universe. Do you so, think other people share this question? I mean, everybody in the comment section seemed to have like an answer for it that they just were like, oh, duh. Okay, if you actually <laughs> know the answer to this. No, they all, in the comment section, they all okay, know the answer to it. I'm just saying, I can, my, my brain and my heart and soul cannot absorb the information that they're giving because perhaps something about vacuums in my mind. Okay. I don't know. Point being, I don't get it. And I'm okay with not getting it because I don't think I need to. <laughs> okay, well, you asked the question. Though I, so. No, 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 no. But though I do have to say... I can accept that the sun is not the center of the universe because it's a galaxy thing and there are many galaxies in the entire universe. 
Okay. None of this is changing my life is what I'm trying to like say. All right. And uh, on that note, like, I don't know that I have any other questions. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Two week, one week segment. You only propose one question. I'm sure the by the question... end of this, we'll come to it. We'll find a new okay. question. And I'm sure by the end of it, we'll come to it. In new the question. last minute of this, I just want to tell you that I'm officially on board with the Olympics as they've already ended. Last night was the ending, and now I'm fully invested with all of my heart because my grandma watches, she's specifically into figure skating. Mm -hmm. And then you start watching them, and you become invested too. Mm -hmm. And then there's all this like drama and mm -hmm. chaos, and they've worked four years to perfect these routines, and you're just rooting for them. And then if they fall, your heart breaks, and then you have these favorites, and it's just so riveting. And never did I think I was going to be an Olympics boy. But now I'm over here thinking, wow, I can't wait for four years so I can be there from the very beginning. And uh, the women representing Russia, there's a lot of drama over yeah, there. Yeah, I have heard Well, about first that. place, second place, and then one. I don't know the full details on. Well, there was a the doping coach, scandal. Yeah, the coach was, well, at first they said she was drinking her grandfather's medicine. Then they were saying the coaches were putting it in well, for longer to have longer stamina. It's a heart medication. Well, the first things first is the girl who was awarded the gold medal, what, her blood tested positive for a substance that she should not be on while competing. And then there was this whole thing. I thought thing. these were different girls. The girl I, that won gold. The girl who can do the quadruple whatever and land it. She was sure her blood tested positive for doping or something. Well, I think she was doing very well. And then under all the public scrutiny before the Olympics had come to a conclusion, she started also falling under the pressure of the public scrutiny and everything that was going on. And then her performance suffered from all of that. And then uh, Russia still did take number one and the number two place. But the number two place... Uh, after she found out that she didn't win, she had this huge fit. meltdown yeah. where she's like, I'm not even going out there. Like, she, I'm emotionally ruined and, and this she, is going to break me. And she said she was the only one that hasn't won something out of all of them. And she didn't speak to the press. So then my question was for you, have you ever lost and acted poorly about it? Oh, all the time. <laughs> I probably every day. Like, I'll probably go home and act poorly right now. About losing what? I don't know. I mean, I'm right now livid that Chris was right about that Instagram post about Julia Fox. <laughs> wow. And I'm not going to make an amends to my statement on air. Chris can take that information and feel great about it on his own trip home to Bakersfield, Chris but I'm not going to allow him the satisfaction of that on my show. <laughs> Chris just doubled down on the facts with the receipts that he was right about Julia Fox saying she hasn't cried since X amount of years. Do you feel good about that, Chris? <laughs> and now Lizzie stands corrected and she's acting like an Olympian that failed. No! But also, my heart goes out to these Olympians because they're young. They're like 16, they're 17, 18. It's no, they're like, 15. That girl is 15. And Which is crazy. Like, nobody should endure. It's just too, it is too much to yeah. endure that and much. Like, this Russian coach is literally, I think they call her something like the Ice Princess in Russia because she's broken so many people because she's famously a dick bag. And I guess people probably flock to her because she's getting people she in position winners, one, yeah. two. Yeah, she, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wild. Fascinating. And it really is just <laughs> like, I'm all I love aboard. her. You're like, I'm into the Olympics now because of the emotional trauma. <laughs> well, no, no, no. <laughs> Aside from even that, I, that was the last thing I stumbled upon. We were going back and watching the pairs in specific are just incredible. Ice yes. It is so beautiful to watch. And then, of course, we started because it's so dangerous and 
we're thinking, wow, you're dancing with weapons, literally mm -hmm. doing the craziest shit in the world. We then started, uh, Shane and I searching like ice skating uh, fail, like uh, stumbles or falls yeah, or whatever. Accidental murders. And it is insane and then you start going into the i Tanyas of it all yeah. and it's just well that was a little bit more orchestrated <laughs> well i know that, that but it's like but then yeah wow so i really fell down the ice skating um, rabbit hole rabbit have hole. you seen i Tanya? yeah so good huh mm -hmm. it really is yeah i still don't care about the olympics <laughs> <laughs> everyone here that has been watching is probably like wow thanks for breaking the news to us four weeks late with not the right yeah, facts i mean what did we say we don't we do words not stories and iced tea only yeah and with that we do have some sponsors for today's show <laughs> we have a new sponsor today which just so happens to be coinbase and if you identify as crypto curious which i once did because cryptocurrency does sometimes feel like this exclusive club that you can't be a part of we fuck with Coinbase in my house. So if you've thought about entering the world of cryptocurrency but have felt a little overwhelmed, Coinbase makes learning to buy and sell very simple. They believe that everyone everywhere should be able to get in the door. Coinbase offers a trusted and easy to use platform to buy, sell, and spend cryptocurrency. They support the most popular digital currencies on the market and make them accessible to everyone. They offer portfolio management and protection, learning resources, and a mobile app so you can trade securely and monitor your crypto all in one place. Millions of people in over a hundred countries trust Coinbase with their digital assets. And whether you're looking to diversify, just getting started, or search for a better way to access crypto markets, start today with Coinbase. For a limited time, new users can get $10 in free Bitcoin when you sign up today at coinbase.com sip. Sign up at coinbase.com sip for $10 in free Bitcoin. This offer is limited time only, so be sure to sign up today. That's coinbase.com sip. Today's episode is also sponsored by Liquid IV, and they are definitely helping me accomplish my New Year's resolution because I wanna have more energy on the daily, and I wanna do so by staying hydrated, and Liquid IV helps me do just that. One stick of Liquid IV in 16 ounces of water hydrates faster and more efficiently than water alone. Liquid IV has incredible hydration flavors like watermelon, lemon lime, strawberry, pina colada, and so many more delicious flavors. I typically like to do it first thing in the morning, but it's also good before workout when you feel run down um when you're flying literally it's good for everything and i've gotten every one of my family members into and loving liquid iv it contains five essential vitamins b3 b5 b6 b12 and vitamin c with three times the electric lights of traditional sports drinks it's made with premium ingredients and it's non-gmo free from gluten dairy and soy they use cellular transport technology which is what makes it so efficient it's some crazy science and they're on a mission to change the world World, liquid iv has donated over 19 million servings globally so grab your liquid iv in bulk nationwide at costco or you can get 25 off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code sip at checkout that's 25 off anything you order when you use promo code sip at liquidiv.com experience better hydration today at liquidiv.com and use promo code sip <clears throat> love them so much okay elizabeth Yeah. What, baby girl? <laughs> the thing. You said, okay, Elizabeth, and then I was waiting for a follow-up. Okay, do you want to talk about the pastor who tried to cut out witches, or do you want to get into iced tea? I think that's that's part of iced tea. Oh, all right. Yeah. No, there's just this... I don't even know this guy's name, and it's we can actually move on from it. <laughs> <laughs> 
I just thought it was gnarly. Like, I'm just seeing clips going around TikTok of this, like, pastor who's like, there are witches among us, and they're going to fuck around with our shit. And if you're a witch, you better know I know who you are. And then it's like, lo and behold, it's just a couple of women who have been, like, in his wife's ear, like, this guy probably is bad. And so she, the wife, what does it matter? I thought this was a personal story. No, nothing's personal in Hot Topics. I didn't know it was a Hot Topic. Oh. That's TikTok. That's on TikTok. Well, it's, you know, it's in the world. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So Olivia Rodrigo behind the album is coming to Disney March 25th. And I've never been so excited for anything in my life. My friend worked on that. Really? Yeah, Montana. Oh, I did see his Instagram story. What did he do? Should we call him? Do you want to call him? Well, what does he know? Was he He probably knows a lot. He was like the head of something on it. So was he... I want to know if he was there during production. Yeah, that's what the head of something means. Your phone isn't connected. We'll call him after this and add it if, if, you know, he's allowed to speak on Olivia's behalf. I'm sure he is if he posted it on Instagram. So do you think he was there while filming? I'm positive that he was there while filming. So he knows Olivia Rodrigo. Probably deeply personally. He probably knows her deepest, darkest fears, her highest, brightest ambitions. Like, he knows her. And hopefully we'll... We'll know all those things come March 25th when this airs. I'm so excited. Um, yeah, I saw the trailer and I thought, oh my gosh, as Olivia Rodrigo's number one late fan, I'm oh, ready for that's this. right. <laughs> um, he finally believes Olivia. <laughs> you can sleep easy at night now, girl. Believes Violin. her what? Her. Oh, I love her very much. Uh, so do we want to ask Montana to get... Olivia on our show like she'll ever grace our presence can we call Montana and ask watch him not answer well that's why I think we should do it after and add it in if we're successful okay cool we'll try (laughs) (laughs) I also saw which we probably shouldn't be talking about but I also saw last night she did this is Monday so Sunday it was confirmed by some outlet that her and her boyfriend broke up they said producer boyfriend so I started thinking oh no if he's the one that produced her album with her that would not be good for her but it's a different producer so she still has her producer and now everyone on the internet is excited about the breakup songs which is like I feel some type of way because it's the same thing that happened to Adele as soon as Adele got a divorce everyone doesn't care about her they care about the music that they're then going to get to relate to Um, I think it's in regards to like toxicity and the way that like people consume media i think that's a more positive spin than the standard just enjoying someone's pain do you well do people do that with breakups yeah i think a lot of people like to watch a train wreck like that's why rubbernecking causes traffic on the freeway but in this situation it's like god i'm so excited to to benefit from the healthy expression of pain and loss that this person's going through Mm -hmm. as opposed to just like watch their heart crumble you know well she's doing it like uh it hasn't been done in a long time which and i don't know you can't really predict it but from her first debut album she had like six hits on one album and that hasn't happened in a long time to i'm sure it has but i don't think in like the pop star I mean, Cardi B is usually arena. Oh, first album. I was gonna say like every time Cardi has a new like every album, song. like five songs hit Billboard top one hundred. It's just very fun. I'm glad that they were I, were filming leading up to this album. It really gave me like the Ashley Simpson show energy, which I loved. What you have beef with the Ashley Simpson no, show? No, it's just this is this, this, no. What? What's your problem? I don't. I just didn't know anybody gave a fuck about Ashley Simpson. <laughs> that you didn't watch her reality show in no, real time? No, I didn't. Well, you're missing out because Obviously. it was one of the best reality shows of that time. It was so good. You know what I did watch though? What? Was it Cheyenne? Was there there was another young woman who was like up and coming as a musician? Where is she now? I don't even know who that is. Exactly. Exactly. 
I don't know. I think the audience <laughs> needs to come to my defense. The Ashley oh, Simpson show was everything. It. Yeah, I'm sure it was. And I also lived for her. I loved her music. She Everyone had, did. She had a lot of good songs whenever, as well. The problem for me is like now whenever I hear Ashley Simpson, I see her doing that little hoedown thing when she got like caught lip syncing, which like, by the way, everybody lip syncs. So yeah, the just, fact that she was mortified by that, it's like, girl, everybody does it. Well, it was a different time though. Like her life Everybody was, did it then too. But her life, but nobody was acknowledging it. Which is just or, silly. Like her life and career were ruined because she got caught lip singing. It's not I like, mean, I think she let it ruin her life. I wouldn't say that she did. I think it's, I think it, it had that happen to somebody today. It's easy to play off and recover from. Yeah, you just marry a stranger in the crowd and all of a sudden everyone's talking about something else. Of course. But, <laughs> but I don't think in that time it would have been that easy. Give, given the, that happening to the strongest person, I don't think it would have been an, oh, everything's fine. Right. I just think it was a different time. I love how much you're coming to Ashley Simpson's defense right now. Where, <laughs> what is she doing now? Where is she now? Um, She's been around. She's been doing things. Is she an executive producer on Love is Blind, Chris? Can you look that up? She also had, um, she married Evan Ross, who is an actor and songwriter. Hmm. And they had a reality show, I believe, on E! Together, which I didn't consume that one. Right. Because you're a fake fan. I'm not a fake fan. I still I still go hard for Ashley Simpson. Yeah, I mean, we know. We could see. I go back to that album all the time. It's like I one of the best albums to <laughs> scream sing in the car. Back to that album all the time. It's a Taylor Swift ever had. It's not the best thing I've ever done. I'll admit it. Okay. Was she an EP? Uh, I think there's an Allie Simpson. Um, producer. Different, right. different person. Let's get to your hot topics. Do I have any? Yeah, you put Matthew McConaughey something. Oh, Matthew McConaughey is saying that he would reprise his role on Magic Mike. There's been a lot of Magic Mike talk lately in the media. It just feels like every time I open up Daily Mail, it's like Tanning, Channing, what is his Channing name? Tatum. Channing Tatum. Zoe Kravitz. Do you know that I think I have a personal relationship with Channing Tatum? <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't uh, surprise me, no. Uh, one of my favorite things is like sometimes, so my friend Sarah is a second AD for movie, uh, promo commercials. So like a lot of times when huge movies come out, there's a press junket and like they're well, they're, they're more produced than other things. So they need PAs. And sometimes Sarah will call and say like, Hey, do you want to do this thing? And I'll be like, what's it for? And then I hear like, Oh, Tom Holland's going to be there. And I'm like, I will do it. But I haven't actually done it yet. Bottom but, line is... Whoa, 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 Hold on. You Didn't you work on something Tom Holland? No, I was going to work on something Tom Holland, and then I called out of working on it. Wow. My dog was sick. It doesn't matter. Anyways, okay. my whole... In my mind, I'm going to say yes to one of these jobs so that I can meet Channing Tatum and tell him and be like, hey, like, good to see you again. And he'd be like, oh, do I know you? And he'd be like, yeah, one time we were both in the CVS. Do you remember that? We were both in the CVS on Ventura. You were with your daughter. I was in the same aisle as you. I didn't make it weird. You probably remember because of how comfortable I made you feel in that aisle. Like these are the things. <laughs> did you like, talk to him? No, I was respecting his space and making him comfortable, which is why he would remember me, <laughs> because it was such a respectful thing on my part. Because <laughs> we have a personal relationship uh -huh. based off that mutual respect. You know what I mean? Like he respected my privacy and I respected his. Okay. And I'm gonna bring it up when I work with him. Anyways, second thing is. Then another thing I saw about Magic Mike is that like he wants to be doing a grumpy old men version of this in his 70s. And I'm just like, why? Why so much talk about Magic Mike? Well, if it's also, working. was that show even good? I feel like some people are like, yeah, Magic Mike fucking hit. But I remember watching it and being. Yeah. I didn't mean like TV show. I just meant like a show like people okay. call it shows, whatever. Right. Is but I never gave a shit show? about it. And there's two. Right. What, Chris? Put yeah. them on. Take them on. Put them on blast. 
Isn't it also a Vegas show now? It Vegas? wasn't it originally a Vegas show? Uh, and they have the competition reality show about it too. So I guess people just can't get enough of naked boys. So there's a whole Magic Mike verse. I wonder if them any of them have it. Is it is it called the Magic Mike Cinematic Universe? <laughs> Is that the question of the know. week? I feel like this is the episode where people are like, I think I'm done with this. <laughs> no, that's that was a few weeks ago. <laughs> Everybody checked out a few weeks ago. Um, yeah, I'm like, I don't know if our um, any of our stories this week are coming full circle. I mean, it's gloomy. What do they expect? <sighs> what do you expect? None guys? of us are doing well. Wow. What's next? Oh, there was an Australian <laughs> man who helped his Tinder match give birth after meeting her only three times. Can you fucking imagine? An Australian man is on a Tinder date. He's been on three Tinder dates with this girl who's virtually a stranger and then is in the delivery room with her while she gives birth. Wow, that's heavy. Yeah, it's a lot. Do you think that that baby is going to identify him as his father? Like, and what? Do you th- where was the father? Where was the biological father? It's a great question. I'm sure if she knew, he probably would have been there. Right. <laughs> well, that just took a sad turn. <laughs> <laughs> Should that be the question to the audience this week? Where was the father? Sound off in the comments below. Are you him? Do you okay. know him? Um, you said how long are you? So who? what's this marriage story? Oh, that's from five weeks ago. There's no way I could possibly know what that was. But Oh, my God. <laughs> celebrities. Oh, it's like a whole list of celebrities. We need. It's like an actionable link that we should click. But it's like how long these celebrities waited to get married and then they did so i was gonna say like the tie-in was like how the fuck long are you and shane gonna wait our whole lives good for you lives this is an example oh my god (laughs) i think i'm done with us (laughs) am i walking from the podcast go ahead chris the seat's hot (laughs) also something that i did want to talk about was the fact that um Joey, what's that actress's name? Joey. Joey King. Joey King was in The Conjuring too. Did you read this article? No. So Joey King <laughs> was in the horror movies The Conjuring, and mm. when she was a little girl, she the whole time they're filming this movie, she has an insane blood disease. Going to doctors every day, they're talking about giving her transfusions. Totally inexplicable shit going on with her blood. In real life or in the movie? In real life, in the movie, she plays a possessed little girl based off of a true story because all of those movies are based on true occurrences. The second they stop filming, no more problems with her blood. See, this kind of shit Whoa. is fucking weird. You, you, you got to be careful what you're welcoming into. Yeah. And the little girl from the poltergeist died unexpectedly, too. Like back in the day. Very young, very devastating. Like crazy shit. This is why I don't like talking about the demon in your house. You give these things power. Mm. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, circling back on the marriage thing. Sorry. Jesus. Well, you didn't finish. <laughs> oh, you said never, and I assumed that was the end of it. But if you'd like to continue, please God, do so. No, we will. Yeah. We're both just not wedding people. Like I could care less about. Like I could think of so many things I'd want to do to spend my time rather than like planning a wedding. Like mm-hmm. I, I need to figure out how to have a child more than I want to figure out how to plan a wedding. Yeah. But uh, I am upset. Like you walked in our office today and you saw like a ring box, uh-huh. and you're like, "What's this?" And I was like, "Oh, when we were cleaning the house, that's just one of the three rings I, I bought for Shane in hopes that he would actually wear a ring to showcase to the world that he was taken but uh, Shane won't wear a ring yeah neither will Joe 
What's wrong with these people? I don't know. They like act like it's so restrictive. It's like they put a ring on there like, oh, I can't be myself now. It's like, <laughs> what do you mean? Like all of a sudden you can't. I kids like if I have a ring on my hands, how will I move them like this? And it's like. Yeah, Shane's always like, no, it's too tight. I'm like, I'm looking at it. It fits perfect. Yeah, and he's like, like, what? No, it will never come off. Like and there's like, something wrong. There's something wrong inside their minds, I think. And yeah, it's but, just like, if this is really restricting your life, like. Am I not a boy? Yeah. <laughs> because like all the things that I'm frustrated about men with, it's like, but I can do those things. Yeah. So like, what? Where's the disconnect? I don't know. I don't know. Like I can, you know. Also, if you can't wear a a, a fucking very light, thin metal band, mm -hmm. what the fuck else can't you do in this life? <laughs> like, what is like, what is what are your limitations? Like, I just I can't wrap my mind around how you get out of bed in the morning. <laughs> Because that I find massively uncomfortable as well. And yet I do it every day. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's 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 nuts. It is wild. Yeah, I can't remember my mind around that. Okay. <laughs> well, the Oscars add what kind of category? Fan favorite. Which means? Apparently you can vote on Twitter or on a website multiple times a day. Like up to 20 times a day. For what? Your favorite film. And it's fan favorite. And this is to, I guess this was to remedy the outcry of people being pissed that Spider-Man wasn't nominated. I w that's funny because I was thinking, oh, did Spider-Man not get nominated? And then that's going <laughs> yeah. to win that category. Yeah. I mean, Spider-Man just isn't, um, I mean, I'm not saying it's it's, oh, it's a beautifully made yeah. movie, but it's not the type of movie that's typically nominated for an Oscar. I We're think talking Black like, Panther was nominated for Best Picture. Uh, oh, you're right. So, yeah, I mean, I don't, the bottom line is like, they the oscars have been so politicized for so long now that i'm just like i could barely sit through it when it was an actual event and now it's just like there's so <sighs> many there, i mean there's yeah it's like everything has so many things behind and yeah you, it's so confusing they did finally announce their host so it's going to be wanda sykes amy schumer and regina hall which i definitely will tune into the opening monologue for that i mean i like wanda sykes yeah i do too What's your beef with the other two? I mean, I don't have beef with Regina, but like sometimes I'm just like, oh, do I? Like, do I want to pick a fight with Amy Schubert right now? Like, not really. But am I going to? Absolutely, yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's gloomy outside and fuck Amy Schumer. Like, I don't know what else to say. I don't. I like Amy Schumer. That's fine. Okay. Everybody's entitled to their own opinion. We won't dig too deep into it. We're not going to dig too deep into it, but one of us in this room for sure would... No, I wouldn't get in a fist fight with Amy Schumer because I wouldn't win. But I do like to dig these holes deep. And you're welcome for the interaction because this is going to get a lot in the comment section of fuck that Lizzie. We're turning off because Lizzie hates Amy Schumer. Like, act like you've given a fuck about Amy Schumer in the past 10 years. Um, Yeah, I watched her. She did a thing on HBO Max that, like, chronicled her life. You watched that? Mm, I did. <laughs> <laughs> okay, did anyone else? <laughs> Can you Google that, Chris? Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> in other news, the Tinder swindler is on Cameo, just in case you want to support his scandalous, toxic ways. Can you believe that? No, I can't. Can you, what, like, honestly, I kind of, like, I don't want to give him money, but I do want to send you a Cameo of him being like, hi, Ryland, it would really help if you could Venmo me. <laughs> did you check? <laughs> My enemies the, are after me. Did and... you check into the price point? No, but I bet we could right now. 
Well, let's have Chris do that. Yeah, while Chris, we... look at the vet, look at the Tinder swindler swindler's price point on Cameo. I mean, a scammer's got to keep scamming. I just think I also on my to do list is to watch Inventing Anna, a lot <gasps> of the tour. Have you already watched Loved it? Loved it. Okay, let's wait until next week and then we'll recap together. All right. All right. I, that is something I've been doing this week. Like I've been trying to do the like her accent, where it's like, "You incredibly fat, or are you pregnant?" <laughs> <laughs> I just would like to say that to everyone in my life going forward. I love a good Shonda Rhimes show. It's, mm. This is pretty good. This is insanely good. It kept my attention forever. Well, I watched the trailer and the trailer looked a little too over the top and not grounded in reality to me. But then I watched the, I started watching the first episode and I thought, oh, this is for me for sure. Oh yeah. So you got to the one part where the guy's like, Anna came to a meeting at our offices one time and used a toilet that had no toilet paper, took a shit, smelled so fucking disgusting through our entire meeting and never mentioned it. <laughs> I was like, that's that's what I, that's how I want to be remembered. Like, I want people to be like, Lizzie Gordon shit her pants, didn't even get up from the meeting, saw it through. That's the kind of bad bitch I'm trying to fuck with. Do you have an update, Chris? Uh, the Tinder swindler um, is on Cameo charging three hundred dollars for personal video what messages. What a fuckwad! <laughs> and and one thousand four hundred dollars for business video content. Oh my God, Simone! What's He's his name? Simon. To be, to be uh, dumb as swindlers. fuck. Wow, what a dumb bitch. All right, let's jump into our Euphoria recap. Did you watch Euphoria last night? Of course I watched Euphoria last night. So this is the second to last episode. Next week is the season finale, and then we'll have nothing to talk about any longer. (laughs) And that's the end of our show, guys. So thank you so much for being on this almost two-year journey with us. We've had a great fucking time. Most weeks. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. kidding. No, we've had a great time. No, we've had a great time. It's been as enjoyable as a uh, overly cleaned asshole that is absurdly itchy yeah oh my gosh <laughs> there's the circle around okay uh what did you love and loathe about this episode i loathed the amount of time we spent recapping everything that's happened in the show I, like we saw we've seen the shows like we've seen the show guys we don't need to see it through lexi's pov we're not adding any information I mean, there was a little information added, but I think they could have done that with uh, making the play take up a fourth of the episode, not making it feel like the play was the entire episode because the best yeah. the best parts of the episode are the things that happened in real time. Like yeah. the little um, glimpses of things that we got in the present, I feel like yeah. were the best. The anxiety of the Fezco situation makes me want to puke. Oh my god! It's like, is Ashtray going to... St- slit that guy's throat while he's wearing a wire like don't do it ash you sweet little gymnast also did you know that that actor is a gymnast like a fucking like that little boy could have been an olympian really for real yeah google this shit he's like i want to be known for my olympic skills and it's like no wonder he looks great in a little fucking tracksuit he's been born he's bred to wear them little tracksuit um yeah i mean i thought it was fun to see lexi really take control over her life and really like boss other people around and feel like an authority figure for the first time ever i thought that was fun um but i just mm. it felt like an interesting place to put this in the season I'm just hoping that the finale isn't a repeat of more than half the episode is the play. I want an in real time finale. I mean, I guess the play does have to end. I have a feeling like not that anybody gives a fuck about anyone's projections because we've all been wrong this season, but it's like this is kind of where in a TV show I start to lose hope. So I hope that it brings something. But like there have been so many things started and un 
finished this season that everybody like hangs on to because it's established in such a way that you believe this is going to be a huge fucking thing and it has yet to be and i found it weird that they're only doing eight episodes for i feel like they it's could an expensive it, fucking show I know. <laughs> yeah but i think um it's reaping the rewards of an expensive show yeah. i think everyone's tuning in i think it's probably financially beneficial for hbo to continue doing so and if they are going to start all these storylines i feel like they should have at least done 10 episodes so that yeah. we had a little more time to wrap things up with a nice little bow. Yeah, because there's still the fact that Rue owes this woman mad money for who that bag. Who trying of, to sex traffic her. Who might have also already sex trafficked her because a lot of people were making comments about like when Rue saw her arm the morning after. It's like there's more than one injection site and she like how many days has she actually been there? Mm. I don't know. Like that whole timeline's like a little bit hard for me to follow because part of me is like, well, they did kind of show things that made it appear as though it was just one night. Right. There, you know, there's all, there's a bunch of fucking things left open, left unclosed. And like, it also feels like we're just at the, almost even to the peak, not even at the peak of each storyline. So how could we even come to a conclusion in the next episode unless it's three hours? Huh. Hmm. And then we spent a whole fucking hour at this school play just telling us shit we've seen over and over. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I would have guessed it was a bottle episode, but it's like that production looked so expensive. So expensive. I mean, it, some of that was fun. I saw a lot of news articles being like, we're confused how to feel about the Nate thing because they felt like they were outing, like Lexi was outing Nate yeah. with the ending. But I feel like, sh I mean. Well, no matter what, like Nate did get that point across in the end where he was like, that's homophobic and he's not wrong because it does feel a little bit like she's shaming gay stuff. Do you know what I'm saying? She, like, it felt I didn't feel that way. I mean, uh -huh. I didn't, yeah. I wasn't offended by it in any way. I'm also not. It felt like she was using it like, Nate, you're gay in a mean way. Because like the people, uh, what's her name? Maddie in the audience was like, you're a G, Lexi, for calling Nate gay. Well, yes, if it was personally directed to me, I would feel offended. But like overall for the, like for me, I wasn't offended. But I see how, yes, she's trying, that's the di the uh, deepest hole she could jab jab yeah. for him um if she wanted to make him hurt and i right. think he has hurt so many people that, that she, she wanted loves. to hurt him yeah and so that was her way of doing that right um it was beautifully executed that oh that was uh, so great yeah yeah it, so that was very fun um was there anything else from the episode that was um, for me it's fucking cassie in the window like the fucking velociraptor and in, in i was gonna say in trader joe's i'm such a mess in jurassic park you know what i'm talking about when the when it's like little snoot is up in the window at the cafeteria and it's like yeah. <laughs> and it's like that was cassie at the end of the episode for me uh, yeah, I I do want Cassie to find um, some happiness. I want her to stop crying finally. I think Cassie's gonna blow this fucking production up. Like mm -hmm. she's gonna storm in there and beat the fucking shit out of Lexi on stage in front of everyone. Well, I hope this finale is everything that we could ever dream of and it wraps everything together in a perfect bow that at least satisfies us because they're not going to be able to finish every storyline. Yeah. Um, and who knows how long it will take for us to get another season because I'm sure it's hard to get even Zendaya for that many months to film. I think because season three is already slated, she's probably contractually obligated. Right. And I'm sure she's happy to do so. Yeah. I think we only got such a long stretch between last season and this season because of covid Corona. yeah covid-19 but yeah i noticed that maddie's probably going somewhere uh fezco's probably going to jail uh, yeah that guy who's dating the big lipped girl is probably gonna die mm. ashtray is 
probably gonna get in big trouble for killing him oh my god um i did find it interesting the scene where uh nate has the nightmare of cal his father yeah and what i i'm wondering if that is a literal thing or if it is a metaphorical thing that's uh that Nate struggles with because he's terrified of being just like his father, which is why he's terrified of having the obsession with Jules because he has internalized his dad's homophobia because honestly, like his dad being in the closet for so long is, is probably damning for a young man who has, who's questioning his own sexuality. Right. And I don't fully remember the arc of Nate and Jules in season one, but last week I had even thought, and I cut it out because it was like, it was so fast without any warning. But if you're sensitive to um, sensitive topics, um, obviously they alluded to it. I don't know if it's real or fake, but Cal being on top of Nate um, in Mm. his dream. Yeah. And so I had thought, maybe Nate is so traumatized by his father because his father maybe did something unthinkable to him. And for me, that was confirmation in this episode. Mm -hmm. But you bring up an also valid point in being that it could also just symbolize how traumatized he is from... uh, Seeing his dad's tapes at the mm -hmm. age of nine, which is like, we all kind of consciously come online at nine. And like, I feel like that's a time when most individuals start individuating. Is that a fucking word? Question of the week, individuating. <laughs> Hit me up in the comments below. Let me know. I knew we'd get there. Thank God. Oh my God. Next week, there will be another segment of Potty and Snow's Best. <laughs> but I do think that that is a point in time where young people start to become come online and form their own personalities independently of their family unit. Right. So for your first thing at nine to be seeing your dad has this whole secret life, mm. like your whole being now revolves around this secret a secret that you keep from your mother from your siblings that nobody else knows about and a secret that you might not have even known was something that existed in the world i mean who knows to what extent he knew about sex or everything so it was probably too much traumatizing in uh, many of ways yeah um so i would i mean this is again this just brings me back to like there's so much it feels like this should be the third episode before the finale like it feels like next week should be batshit crazy and then the finale should come in hot still with a cliffhanger because we know we have a third season but like where's that unemotional drug dealing ass bitch you know what i'm saying like where are all of these things going to end up and you don't know maybe we'll get that in their action-packed finale maybe we won't You'll have to tune into the SIF next week to find out. (laughs) Or just watch the episode on HBO. All right, you guys, that's where we're going to leave you for today. If you want to follow us on social media, we're at the SIF official, or we're also on there personally. Chris is also there as well, at Crispy Station. Um, Thank you so much for watching and following along on our show. Maybe next week it will be Sunday and we won't, Sunday, sunny, and we won't be so gloomy. And The sun is coming. We are very affected by that. Very. I literally notice that sometimes even when it's gloomy, I'm like, well, should I even open my eyes? Mm. Do I even open my eyes today? I don't know. Who knows? And now the sun's coming out. Do we throw everything away and start over? Oh my God, this is my nightmare. Oh my God, it's coming to life. (laughs) All right, you guys, thank you so much. We'll see you next week. (laughs) Goodbye. And that's the sit. I missed the cue on that one. I was blacked out. I don't think I'm going to join you this week. That's what the vibe is. (laughs) It's the nightmare. It's the nightmare. (laughs)